All right, Shannon Cameron, John Ritchie. Look, it's almost all about the Eagles around here, as it should be. I mean, it's the week after they lost the Super Bowl. But I do want to say a congratulations to Joel Embiid. Not only did the 76ers win last night, but um, really cool to see Joel get to 10,000 points in his career. And I would say, I would actually say surprising slash shocking to know that he did it in fewer games than Allen Iverson. That is, that's an achievement. I mean, Allen Iverson is one of the great scorers, forget Sixers history, Allen Iverson is one of the great scorers in the history of the NBA. I mean, he is, he is a quintessential scorer guy. Yeah. And to know that Joel, in an era when the center isn't even like, you know, focal point dude, got to a 10,000 points faster than Allen Iverson, that is a tremendous accomplishment. Speaks to him being just that good. Yeah, it does. Now, they do play at a faster pace these days. So, if we looked inside all the numbers, I'm sure you have more, you know, possessions and more shots per game. And, There's you know, just more overall points scored. Exactly. Yep. So, it's a little bit skewed in that reality. But still, that's a, that's a, that's a big-time accomplishment. And, uh, you know, we hope the big guy can lead the Sixers to a title this year. He's got a shot. He really does. He's got a real shot. And we'll see where it goes. All right, 215-592-9494. Speaking of titles, one that was lost by the Eagles the other day, I've got a question about it related to the game and the field and, and the loss and the whole deal. We'll get to that shortly. Life advice with the hammer at 1130. Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington right now. Hi, Jeff. Guys, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. Um, real quick, um, shout out to Angelo for the 33-plus years. You know, most of us listen to this, my age at least, have listened to this radio station since its beginning. And – um it's it's part of our life. Like, you know where you were when you hear certain things on the radio. I knew where I was the day it switched from AM to FM, that kind of thing. Sure. It's, it's been It's just super cool. And you guys and, and some of the other uh, shows, they actually, if you think about it, they actually make us better callers. Because when I call, dude, I've got something I need to say. But I might have to switch up in the middle because <laughs> you're bringing up something else. I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't think of that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, I don't know, it just makes me – uh it just makes me think a little bit more about what I'm going to say and not just come on here and rant and rave about whatever. Well, thank you. So That's, that's cool. Um, about the Eagles. So I've broken it down to this. You can take any one of these four things. If one of them goes our way, we win the game. The Jalen fumble, the field conditions, the penalty at the end of the game, and the overall defensive play in the second half of the players, not necessarily the coach. You, you put one of those things on the positive, I believe we win that game. I think it comes down to that. It's that simple. Yeah, I believe, Jeff, there's any number of things that if, if just one of them had gone different. Yeah. The and, you Eagles know, that fe- the field thing, so that field is actually on a track. It, it sits outside when it's not being used. They roll it in, and I don't know if Toma was talking about the field was brought in on Wednesday or if the staging was set on it on Wednesday. That seems like a long time for the stage to be set on a field that, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'd have to investigate that a little bit more. But if it, either way, it was it was not a good setup. No, no matter it's, what, it's not. And and you know, it, it is possible this Toma guy's getting dogged, and it's not really his fault. And someone else at the right. league completely yeah. messed up. Now you can yeah. also though say, well, Toma should have, as the expert, as the field expert, he should have, because you know, we we use the phrase "talk truth to power," right? Yeah, he should have yeah. talked truth to power up the chain of command and said, everybody, shut up and listen to me for a second. If you yeah. put that stage on this field for any portion of these four days, you will lessen the field and have a problem. So, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to have guts in life. 
I don't know where I don't know where the truth lies. We we don't know. I think in time we'll find out, Jeff. But yeah. as of right now, we just don't know. He's he's basically a paid consultant. That's what he's always been. I don't think he has an official position with the league. I just know he's a turf guru. He has been. Well, for he, yeah, he's years. He, he could be a ten ninety nine guy. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. he's an employee. Yeah, maybe right. he's not. But he he works right. for the league in some capacity. <laughs> Jeff, give me yep. a great answer. What's unbelievable? I'm going to stick with WIP. It is unbelievable that Al Morgani can say the fewest things in the course of a show, and everything he says is always on point. That's funny. He is very wise and very funny. He really is. Very creative, Al. Jeff, appreciate the call. All right, so let me let me just pose a question. And I will predict in posing this question that this will become a pretty damn big topic, maybe a monstrous topic. Ooh. If we found out that something definitely occurred, all right? So there is scuttlebutt. James, I know you're aware of it. John, you you probably are. There is scuttlebutt. Again, I don't know where the truth lies on this field thing and the ramifications, but there is talk that George Toma, who is a Chiefs fan, may, may, I'm covering myself off legally here, may have informed the Kansas City Chiefs before the game, maybe informed them before the game, hey, guys, Got an issue with the field here. Just so you know, you might want to go with the other cleats. Let me ask this question. If the league determines that that interaction occurred, that he got to somebody with the Chiefs, could be 5 o'clock Super Bowl Sunday, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and these guys, the Chiefs, all came out with the right cleats instead of the wrong cleats because they knew in advance and were told – by whether it's either a league employee or a league uh, contractor, what does the league do? Probably nothing. I think you know, it probably is... happens to to the guy. Like Toma, Toma is fired or whatever. Like he's already retiring. Like I, I don't like what they're not. I know what can they're you not going to give the super? Like they're not going to take it away. I know. I guess James, there's nothing I hate worse in college basketball. Yeah, take the banner they, down. Yeah. Like there's no taking the banner down. But you got to admit, it would be a pretty big scandal. No, it wouldn't. Oh, Sodgate. John, it's you're wrong. It's already been called Sodgate. I'm no, just telling John, you. No, John, that's a huge scandal. People are already calling it Sodgate. Because, John, it would, it, would, it, would de- simple... it would delegitimize Andy Reid's second Super Bowl. It would. Because Especially the guy said, if he was hey, told the field's directly. slippery. Oh, of course it because would. Because the guy said. by three points, this man. Is, yeah. Because a guy said, hey, the field's slippery, Andy. Yeah. The, you, that's self-evident. The guy in charge that of the field. That is self-evident. If a league employee does that, and, John. And both teams have the opportunity to get out there on inside. If It's not the inside information. To which the, the whole field, field is, that is slippery. Bad. The whole field is slippery. You can tell it's slippery. It's not rocket science, guys. He didn't give inside privileged information. It's obvious. I disagree. The field is slick. If you, you did, go out I disagree. There and, you, and you go through your warm-ups and you feel that. And by the way, it, there's no one simple answer. Like, you act like, hey, here's the magic bullet. Take take your cleats off and change them. Like, every guy has different cleats for different situations. Every guy, different weights, different shapes. It it's It's not one simple answer across the board. You go out there and you adjust to the conditions. They did a better job of that than we did. I get your point, James. There's nothing you can do other than Toma, who no longer works for them, is fired because he's already retired. 
uh, I think no, it, the 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 absolute worst case scenario, the the uh, the problem would be if this Toma guy ended up treating the field differently because he wanted well, that it would to be. be slick. But I don't think like we yeah. saying, "Hey, field happens to be slick." That is, it, that's not an infraction. Well, and he probably did say that to Andy Reid. All right, so I think it's a bigger deal than you think, John. I'll say this is a league that suspended Tom Brady four games for. Asking somebody to deflate footballs. Seltzer, you're a sports fan. You're an Eagles fan. I know there's no Chiefs title out, but what would happen if people found out that this occurred? It would be a really big deal. It would be a a, a, a major, major story across the country. Because it would also be an integrity hit for the NFL. Forget the game. It would be like, what's going on behind the curtain? Yeah, exactly. What's, what, what's going on? Wait, 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 wait. What else happens we don't know about? For a league that people already ask those questions, it, it would be a problem. Let's talk to Mike in Douglasville right now. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing all right, Mike. So, first, let me say, uh, I've listened to this entire station for probably about, like, five years now. Started calling in probably about three years ago. Usually, it's the morning show, but I decided to start calling you guys a little bit, you know, get a little rapport, all that good stuff. Um, but I, I'm excited for you guys. Congratulations. Can't wait. Thanks, Should be Mike. awesome. Thank you very much. Um, now, I don't know if I'm just like need to be in pain or something, but I've watched the second half of this game four times now, just wow. trying to figure out like what went wrong. Yep. And I mean, going back to the third and two when uh, before we punted the ball. You see the outside backers of Kansas City crowding that line. And the middle, I mean, obviously you got the D tackle sitting there and everything. And I think there was another linebacker in there. But they didn't even come up the middle. Like, we could have just ran the ball straight through the middle, got that third down uh, conversion, and then kept that drive going. Instead, we passed the ball, which was like, the I I think I heard it was the first time. Yep. Um, throughout the game on a fourth and two or a third and two that we did that. And I believe there were six prior where they ran it every time. And, and yeah, Mike, I mean, listen, that third and two, man, that really hurt. And, of course, I think the Eagles should have gone for it on fourth and two, but the third and two set it in motion. Yeah, and I think it was Greg Olson was saying, you know, they have an idea or they know if they're going to go on the fourth down by what their call is. On third down, you know, if they ran the ball on third down, third and five or whatever, fourth down, they're going for it. So when he saw they passed the ball, he already knew that they were going to punt. And I, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily that you don't know that right. to be true. I mean, I, right. I, I suppose they probably had it in their mind, I guess, but, um, you know, I want to go back and I just want to blame Gannon so much. And I do believe he is the number one issue with that game. Because, I mean, when you go got four drives and you do absolutely nothing to stop them, especially, you know, getting scored on with the same play in a row twice, it it's rough. But there are some decisions there by Seriani or Sykin, whoever made the call, that it's like, it's the Super Bowl, guys. Yeah. What, what are we doing? You know, go for it. You know, that it, well, it, know well it's, just to, just to say, though, Mike, I mean, that's not an easy one. I, I think he should have gone for it, but I acknowledge, I mean, you go for fourth down that far deep in your own territory. I mean, it, it, it is a major risk. Oh, absolutely. It's not I a mean, minor Doug risk. Peterson, 
Doug Peterson that made the risk. And he I mean, did, but it was about yeah, but it was about 15 yards further down the field. Mike, give me an answer, man. What was unbelievable? About something that's still currently unbelievable: Lane Johnson's uh, consecutive snaps without allowing a sack. Yeah, I think that is still going, right, guys? I think that's oh yeah, good. all yeah, right. Good, good, going. good job, Mike. Uh, you know, it, there's so much of Sirianni does talk today. We'd want to hear about James. Still no, no, no time and, and knowledge of a for sure press no, conference. No, Elliot's going to let me know whenever he hears anything. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with the Sirianni press conference. If you, if you, if you're the reporters, other than you got 77 meaty topics and you just hope the press conference goes on for a long time. Yeah. How mad are you? How disappointed are you in yourself? How disappointed are you in your team? How disappointed are you in Jonathan Gannon? Did you wait too long to change the cleats? What would be your reaction if you found out Andy Reid was told by someone who works for the league before the game that they had inside information that it wasn't going good with the field? Do you regret punting the ball in fourth and two? Do you regret punting the ball in fourth and six? I, I mean, I, we keep going here. I, you know. You know. Uh, Did you even get a chance to review the game with Jonathan Gannon? Or is he just like, he was gone, clock hit zero, bye-bye. Do you think the interviews that Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen did hurt their preparation time? Do you think that played a role in your ability to prep, prepare Absolutely. for the Super Bowl? Do you think Jonathan Gannon actually would have turned down the Arizona Cardinals, but upon hearings that everybody hates him, he's like, you know, <laughs> I'll leave Philly and go to Arizona. I guess I'll go I, try and figure this Kyler I, thing out. I actually think that is 5% possible. 5%. I think that factors into some – because it's the worst job in the NFL. Being the Cardinals coach with Kyler Murray for all these next years, with a torn knee, by the way, it's literally the worst NFL coaching job. The worst. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's, it's the worst. there. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's one worse. Yeah, I Because mean, normally it's a team that's... The Colts is a pretty bad It is. Gig too, but at least the Colts have the fourth pick in the draft. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you look, a lot of coaches that get and a like, job, they take over 3-13, and 4-12, and 12, or whatever it is now, 4-13, and 13, whatever the heck the... But, I mean, normally it's not like, yeah, you got a franchise quarterback who's not a franchise quarterback and you're stuck with him. Oh, and by the way, his knee is torn. Oh, and by the way, he's also a jerk and everybody hates him. And has a massive contract. A- and also <laughs> and also bad history with, with ownership, which is your point on yeah, the Colts, oh, John. Point. Your big point on the Colts point. is they got a bozo owner and the, and the Cardinals have a bozo He's owner. been way better than the Cardinals guy, at least in terms of winning football games, Ursa. Anyway, I'm just saying, I, I, I look forward to whenever, whenever Sirianni talks, whenever, whenever Howie talks. Man, there's a lot going on. Let's go to John right now in Philadelphia. Hi, John. Hey, good morning, everybody. How we doing? Doing all right, John. Listen, I just want to take uh, take the opportunity to congratulate you guys for getting the morning show. Um, I mean, you guys are going to kill it. I enjoy your afternoon show. I don't get a chance to call in usually in your, on your show, but I, I really look forward to hearing you in the morning show. Thank, Thank you so you much. Know. Much appreciated, man. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Eagles and – yeah, listen, we all need we all need you guys, you know, to realize that we're all feeling the same thing. Like, you know, we have a tendency to get swept up in ourselves and, you know, realizing that, you know, listening to you guys and that people talk, you know, and everybody's feeling the same thing really helps you heal a lot quicker. Listen, the scars are going to be there, but at least we'll be able to heal. I mean, as, uh, as far as, like, the field, you know, I kind of agree with you, John, that, you know, they should be, be, be excuse me, be prepared. Yeah. But, you know, if they had a little bit of inside information, you know, that that could be a big scandal. I mean, you know, it kind of – I'm not going to I'm not gonna say that that lost the game for us. There's many other things lost the game for us. That's not – that's not the reason we lost, but it could be part of the reason we lost. I mean, you know, I think we were more affected with our pass rush due to the field conditions than they were. Well, you know what's also incredible, John? There is a chance 
that it'll be two straight Eagles Super Bowl losses, two straight, where the organization and fans and players will be like, were we cheated? Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, you think about that. I mean, that, that, you know, that still hovers over 04, and we don't have proof on 04, and we've never had it, and we'll probably never have it, because proof back then was the the 01 situation and the 07 situation. And then 04 was just kind of in this middle zone. But I think, you know, there's an, enough dots you can connect to think, yeah, Belichick probably cheated. S- somehow. No, we don't I quite- think this is even more, like, this is even more clear. This field thing is right in front of our face, you know? And, and yeah, but if he was taping signals or God no, forbid, taping more Eagles, clear, more clear, not oh, well, worse. Yeah, more I clear. said more clear. Yes. Well, well, we, but John James, what we don't know is if the guy actually told the Chiefs. Of course, of course. Yeah, My but, point is that no matter what, the field impacted the game. That we know. Yeah. Well, we I think we can assume that they were probably given the heads up. If not one Chief player changed their cleats, that's really saying something. I mean, you know, yeah. because with that field, there is no reason that you shouldn't have changed your cleats. So. If none of them did, it kind of leads you to believe that, yeah, maybe they did have a little bit. And that stat, about 38% to 14%, I mean, you would expect maybe 5%. Well, I don't the, know what you're talking about. The the Eagles players slipped on 38% of their plays as opposed to 14 for the You would expect maybe 5% one way or the other. That big a gap? I mean, that's that's something. Pretty big difference. John, give me an answer. What was unbelievable? Uh, it was unbelievable that with this uh, Phillies offense that we had that they got no hit in the World Series. That's a good answer, actually. I it mean, really is. Yeah, I was at well, that game. Well, especially after game – when you add in after yeah. game three mm-hmm. in the Homer barrage, it was that much more unbelievable. Well, and how about – I mean, we – and when I say we, I mean the 45 or 44,000 of us that were actually at that game, and I was there, saw a no-hitter. No joy, John. Joe, no. uh, Joe, my whole life I've been waiting to Joe, see a no hitter. Number one on my bucket list. Number one on my sports right. bucket list. My whole life. Right. Be in the building for a no hitter, and guess what? It sucked. Yeah. It was the worst experience. And and by the way, I'll top it off with this: you don't even get a ticket to show for it. That's a great point. Yeah, like there's no ticket. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, you'd have a ticket, and then if it was the opposing team and it's a World Series, I guess theoretically, if you wanted to try to make a hundred bucks, you could sell your ticket after the game to someone who's a Houston Astros fan. I mean, there's probably an Astros fan back in the day that'd pay 100 bucks for that. You don't even have a ticket. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, speaking of the Phils, uh, pitchers and catchers today. How about it? How about <laughs> it? So the, the, the thud of the ball hitting the, the catcher's mitt is probably happening right now. And that's uh, it's a good feeling to know that, you know, I mean, John, we'll get all charged up for another Philly season and it's going to be fascinating to see what they can do. And they you know, should do really good. But, you know, tough division and all that stuff. No Bryce for about half the season. We'll see where it goes. Speaking of the Phillies, our next caller is calling from Clearwater. Tom in Clearwater. Hi, Tom. Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, Tom. How are you guys doing today? You guys getting over it? Joe, you can call me Dr. Tom today. Yeah. I'm, here to, I'm here to ease your pain. Well, and try to make you feel better. I don't think you can. Reported today, so. I don't think you can. I know, Joe. I know. I'm still feeling the pain, too, man. I didn't call in on Monday because I knew the pain was – everybody was hurting, and uh, I didn't really want to call in on that day because I was hurting. And then the last couple of days I had to work, so I couldn't call in, so that's why I'm calling in. And I happened to call in on the day when pitchers and catchers are reporting. And go. they just signed Sir Anthony. For two more years. Yeah, uh, I hadn't gotten to that, but I'm glad you said that. Yeah, Sir Anthony, yeah. to your to your deal, and that's good stuff. But if I can, I've been listening for the last three days. So I've been listening, and I've been trying to like gather my thoughts and think about what I wanted to say when I called in. And um, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a combination of everything. I don't think there's one thing you can point to. It's a combination of everything. But the big thing to me, what I look at is that halftime, Andy Reid made adjustments and the Eagles didn't. He made adjustments. He changed his game plan. He changed his approach, and the Eagles didn't react. Is that true, John? They did he? Did you see? Hold on, Tom. Hang on, John. Did you sense a, a, a actual adjustments, or did KC just execute better in the second half? It it felt like they had the adjustments in place prior to the game. Like they were defeating our protection schemes. You know, they had a plan for we'll run this when they're when the Eagle defense shows this front because it'll just break it down. It, it felt like more so – look, I, I think it was evident in the score of the second half, but I think the first half, the fact that our offense was able to control the ball the way it was and uh, they just didn't have an opportunity to show their goods in the first half. We got out coached. No, there's no doubt about that. And it wasn't just the second half. It was the whole game. Tom, give me an answer, I, man. What, what's unbelievable? I, and I just want to say, John, I agree with you 100%. I think Andy Reid had a backup plan, mm-hmm. and when he saw that his main plan did not work uh, in the first half and they only scored seven points, he went to his backup plan and the Eagles were not ready for it, and he took advantage of it. Uh, that's just You have to give credit to him. All right, a lot did. of credit to him. All right, what's unbelievable, yeah, Tom? Um, I'm going to say um, the word unbelievable was actually used in this. I can't win the prize because it's something local there in Philadelphia, but – the word unbelievable was actually used after Al Michael said, do you believe in miracles? Ken Dryden said, unbelievable. I like, you that. Know? I like that answer. Yeah, I, I, I can remember obviously hearing that. We've heard the call a million times. I don't know if I ever remember knowing that it was Dryden and not Al Michaels right there. That's interesting. All right, coming up, something unbelievable. Uh, apparently people ask me for life advice, even though, John, my life's a waste of time. We'll get to life advice with the hammer next. Rock My life's calls. a waste of time. On 94 WIP. Pro and college hoops, hockey, MMA, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. The official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan and the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances, too. And with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game. Bet player points, assists, and rebounds. And you can bet pro basketball futures also. Our team's tied for the fifth best odds to win the whole shebang at plus 1,000. Our center has the second best odds at plus 350 to win league MVP. I absolutely believe he'll finally win the award this season join me now new users can get up to 750 dollars in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner download the app start playing instantly with the bet park sportsbook and casino app